Hi, I'm Gil Rowland. In our final episode of a three-part podcast to introduce you to our Soul Talk, we're going to deep dive in what we plan for the next 12 podcasts. We'll start off this podcast by offering an idea on how best to engage this show, our Soul Talk podcast. Here we go. You know what a snow globe is, right, Gil? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. If you don't know what a snow globe is, it's one of these things that are filled with water. It has some sort of something in the middle of it. It has particles. You shake it up. You watch the particles drift down and settle again. To me, our Soul Talk is designed to be one ongoing, massive snow globe shaking event. Exactly. Designed to move, question, get people out of their modality who have already going, experiencing, or went through an awakening process on where to go, what to do, how to go, how to do it naturally, figuratively, everything in between. That is the process here. And it's an ongoing process. It's not something that is, oh, I've attained this or done that. It's a doing. That's the best way that I would put it. Gil and I came up with a calendar of events. We decided to parse things out into phases. You just got our intros. You got a little bit of background about Gil and I, for what it's worth. Because societally, that's what we have been accustomed to. We're supposed to warm you up by giving you your background. Well, here you go. Phase one is our honeymoon period with you all. It's our getting to know each other. In most relationships, Gil, that first phase of getting to know someone who you sense an attraction to. I'm talking about just learning about another person. Sure. Right? It's like an, an unveiling. Right. We recognize that phase one could be a bit of a honeymoon phase for you and I and for you and I and Gil and whomever, that we're getting to know each other. For us to have a solid foundation, I think we need to be real with each other. And for us to be real with you, we're going to do our best to be as transparent as we know how to be. Absolutely. Now, that transparency may make you question us. Who are we to be sharing what we're sharing? Because gurus aren't transparent. Oh, behind curtains, concealment, papers, what have you got? <laughs> so, we're going to be as transparent. At the same time, you do need to respect our privacy. Just because we're going to be transparent doesn't mean you're going to get our social security number and our credit card numbers. (laughs) We do like a little bit of privacy. So for the first phase, phase one, we're calling it intro, honeymoon, and get real. Yeah, let's just ping pong through what we're going to come up with over the next few weeks. Okay. So our next podcast is going to be called Personal Perspective and Exploration. What does that mean to you, Gil? It's about how... I look at life, my approach to it, what my thoughts, proclivities to the things that are going on around me are, and based on my own epistemology, how I interact with everyone versus how everybody else, as I would call it the norm, would have an expectation of how you should. So this one for me just exhibits, this is me in life going through how I see things and how I deal with things. And for my own personal thing, going from where I was, how I used to, where I came across certain pivoting points in my life to what brings me where I am today. So in other words, our next podcast is going to be like a cookbook. We're going to give you some of the ingredients of what we're made up of. It's important for you to understand 
our backstories so that you have the necessary data to critically think through how we present things. If you hear us talking about something that you think is full of shit, fine, it's full of shit. We don't care that you think it's full of shit. If you think what we have to say is walking on water, we're going to challenge that too. You need to challenge everything we tell you, right? Absolutely. How else are we going to grow from all of this stuff? Mm -hmm. The next one after that is going to be our, as I call it, the tool series, where two one is all about balance. Taking what we know and now trying to keep things in a certain balanced perspective going forward. So not going one way, not going too much on the other, but staying objective in the things that we do say, act, speak upon, and whatever situations and circumstances come to us. Finding a sense of balance is tricky because like the lobster in the pot being boiled, <laughs> you don't, not knowing that it's being boiled. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> your current sense of balance right now, is it truly balanced? Have you normed such levels of stress and dysfunction in your life that that's your new norm? That's your new balance. You've learned how to balance 97 plates spinning in the air, and you don't know how to do anything else. I will ask you to let all of those plates crash before we even begin to look at what balance looks like. So we're going to give you actual tools to look at what balance is, which one of the byproducts, like those drug commercials, one of the counterindications of that drug, if you take it, is perspective. Is it fair to say, Gil, that you have... Maybe one or two new perspectives in life since you've met me. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> That's to say it lightly, too. Yes, absolutely. What does that gift of perspective do for you? Well, it gives me the wherewithal to get out of a certain zone or, let me call it, repeating of certain things over and over again. Because with a new perspective, it also gives new clarity. The new clarity is the next thing that we have. Because now that you have a new perspective, and you now can see another road to go down, except for the same one that you've been regurgitating. How do you walk that new road? It's a new voyage of discovery. Also on a new road comes all of the new things that come with the new road that you have never done before. So that's where the balance comes. That's where, all right, this is new, so what do I do with this? Do I go back and, because that's what we all do, we go back on what we know whenever we have something new that is either a challenge or a reward. We go back to our comfort zone. Well, what's your comfort zone now? Because even that can change. So that comes along with being in full clarity of what's coming on this new path. That's how I see it. So that's week five, tools of clarity. Week six, again, this schedule can change and fluctuate depending on what's happening in the world. But what we've published here out on the calendar, we're going to do our best to stick to that. We'll mold current issues with our topic week six union please understand union is fluid Mm -hmm. union is not etched in stone the word union brings up all sorts of different vibrations doesn't it absolutely coupling coming together in some kind of either physical literal or ideal place two minds meeting however you deem it when you first think of that word. On week six, we're going to start the process of you uniting more consciously, clearly, with your inner voice, 
your soul. We're going to start getting into our soul talk, the meat of it. <laughs> getting in union with yourself. What does that look like? And that could unleash all sorts of shit. Release the Kraken! <laughs> <laughs> Which is then week seven. Release. And release for me is all of this talk of the law of attraction. Where a lot of people, to, in my opinion, get a little skewed. Because release for a lot of things, especially from where I'm coming from, a lot of people don't know how to do that. Release is a very scary thing. Even in the law of attraction, the thing that is taught is to set your intentions and let them go. People set the intentions, then hold on to them for dear life, thinking, well, how do I know if it's going to happen if I don't hold on to it? Not understanding the entire magic of it is that. Let the universe do its thing. You're not the end-all, be-all of all existence. But if you allow the I am to come to you, in this release, not only is it more freeing for you, you also get all of the benefits of that stuff. But a lot of people get marred in that. So release, for me, is about freeing and understanding how to free yourself. It's a, a very, very important topic. If it seems esoteric to you right now about release, here's a challenge for you. For the next 48 hours, don't pee and don't <laughs> poop. Hold it all. Hold it up. <laughs> Tell us how you do with that. <laughs> Two days, no peeing, no pooping. Oh, and by the way, you got to eat regularly. You got to drink regularly. I'm not talking about cutting out the water and cutting out the food. No, no, no. Release is a biological mandate. And if we don't do it, it ain't pretty. Literally. <laughs> In week eight, we're going to be talking about fine. Milking. <laughs> and melting's always going to be about okay now the stuff that we have crystallized think of a caterpillar in a cocoon a caterpillar makes a cocoon just based on the fact that it has gorged itself it cannot eat anymore so it sews itself up in this cocoon to digest all of this stuff it is not cognizant consciously of it but as it digests and those nutrients go through it is crystallizing and it is growing and transforming. Here's the caveat to that. In that transformation, it is suffering. It's now the bulges is coming out. I, this is what I consider the thawing. The suffering becomes where it needs to break out in order to grow. The cocoon is now it's too much, so it breaks out of it. And once it successfully does it, you see the transformation fully realized as a butterfly. The thawing is exactly that that you are releasing yourself of the suffering, of all of the things that you finally have comprehended that now no longer serves you. And now you can move on into that next transformative state that you find yourself in. That is the true thawing. And a lot of people are just beginning to do that. Thawing is the finishing up of the one cycle as we go into the next one. Because what do you do after you become a butterfly? Well, just like it says, fly which brings us into week nine. Nine numerologically means what, Gil? Nine is a cumulation of it all. We have now successfully learned all of our lessons that came before. It's graduation day, basically. We are in review. We're looking at all of the stuff that came up. Oh, wow. I started it here. I didn't realize it. But now in reflection of that, I fully get all of the rest of it. And my reflection now shows that. I 
passed all of these quarters. I now have a full, comprehensive understanding of this stuff. We all do it when we are in review, when we've reached that apex of, wow, I've learned this new thing. And you find yourself with a new perspective, a new epistemology, and a new way of looking at where you were to where you are. That's what our reviews are going to be about. Where were you when you first started? What did you discover about yourself? In review, what would you say you would do different now if you would have known the same thing when you first started? That is a review. So every nine episodes, we're going to do a review. We're going to have our own ahas from it. Absolutely. And if you really want to be part of the conversation, you can be part of our Patreon program. Again, a link in the description. But you can help digest everything that you have experienced so far. On our 10th week, we now really get into it. <laughs> We're going to start the metaphysical woo-woo. We're going to get into the, not quite the woo-woo-woo level. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to deal with you getting going, what the fuck are they talking about just yet? No. We're going to just go to the two woo-woo level. Week 10, we're going to begin to review the Saturn-Jupiter sauce. Back in December, around the 23rd to the 24th, depending on where you are, we had what is considered one of the biggest aspects in astrological history, which was the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction. This is a huge time for planets because these energies only meet every, about every 20 years or so. When they do meet, it usually sets the path for all of us individually and as a society for the next 20 years. Wasn't this last one, though, kind of a mile marker, 800-some years? Yeah, this one was the biggie. The one before then, well, that was in the 2000s, 9-11 happened. This one, however, was even more substantial because this one marked the 800 years from when this precise conjunction happened. And 800 years ago, weren't we kicking off a renaissance? We were kicking off the renaissance, coming out of the age of mysticism into the age of, oh, gee, I could actually use my talent for X, Y, and Z. Oh, gee, I could actually do this over here. Hey, Newton, what's that thing you called with that apple hit you upside <laughs> the head? <laughs> Big time. We have reached the age of an apex, a new age of thought, a new age of realization. And our last one was based on logic and reason, and the Renaissance that came from that. This one now is based on ourselves as individuals in conjunction with our spirituality and as a collective as a whole. That is the new one. All of the stuff, as so put it, the woo-woo of it all, is now coming into on our radar, on our clarity, and having a true understanding. Not just whisking it away, ah, oh, that's just BS. Ooh, that stuff is just all mystic. No, now we know it to be actual and factual, and how we incorporate it in our own lives, and especially as knowing us as all being of one. That's the most important part of it all. And with this Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, how does that play into your own life? What is your own realization that is hitting off this, this apex? in conjunction with all of the other people that you're having some kind of renaissance with or relationship with. All of these things factor into that. So we're going to be giving you tools. Each episode, we're going to have an exercise. We're going to have some sort of guided exercise. Each show is going to be a coaching session. Treat it that way. Get your pens and papers out. Get ready to get to work. All you got to do is show up and listen. 
And like building a sauce, we're jumping back into that Jupiter sauce, building a sauce, there's not just one ingredient in a sauce, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, on week 11, we're going to invite you now to dance with your transformative sauce. What is it? What's in your ingredients list? Until you have an understanding, a consciousness, an awareness of what's in your sauce, what's driving you, what are your cycles, what are your refrains, what are those things, oh, here we go again. Until you have a conscious awareness of that, you're doomed to repeat it over and over and over. All artists, in my opinion, we have a method and a means that makes the works of art that we make our individual unique works of art. And what that normally entails is what we bring to the piece that makes it that thing. Where it becomes, well, it's just a blank canvas. But now I'm going to add this shade of purple or red or whatever. But it's even more than that. The stroke that you put down to create whatever the picture is going to be, the way that it is drawn across the canvas is a transformative thing just in of itself. No two artists will ever draw the same thing the same way. I mean, you look and you see all of these artists in a building and they're all drawing from a model. And then you walk around and you see all of the different ways that these people have expressed what they are viewing. That is a transformative thing. All are unique and yet they are all beautiful in their own way. What is yours? What are you doing that is making it transformative in your life that the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction has gifted you. This is where you begin the our soul talk with a sense of safety, a sense of, wow, this has been buried below all this other stuff. This is where we begin, to some degree, at the end of winter is a rebirth, isn't it? Every single time. For those living in seasonal areas where things pop up from the ground or the leaves begin to bud out, there is a sense of renewal at the end of winter. We have longer days, more warmth. Hopefully by week 12 of this 52-week journey, you're getting a sense of rebirth and renewal. And it's our goal to create the safe space for you to have dialogue with that. I'm a huge movie buff. So I'll tell you that. I love using movies as metaphors. When I looked at Rebirth and Renewal, first thing that popped in my mind was one of my favorite movies, The Matrix. And at the end of the Matrix Revolutions, I think it's called, when the war was over and the rain had dried up and everything, one of the programs at the end of that movie said, look, I created a new sun. And that sun symbolized the rebirth of a new way of living, a new mode of thinking versus all of the rain and everything that had washed away all of the old, all of the angst and suffering that the old version of the matrix had brought in. It was a signifier of a rebirth and a restart. When I think of our own rebirth and renewal, it's always a new sunrise to a new day, a new dawn, a fresh coat of paint, Literally, as I'm looking outside now over a Hawaiian sky and seeing that. Emotionally, also a new way of moving forward, not sullied by any harshness or 
negative energies or traits or tropes that have come before. It is literally a freshening, just like walking out of a shower. <laughs> we begin to wrap up phase one with week 13. We're going to dance with some sprigs. Gil, when you hear the word sprigs, S-P-R-I-G-S, <laughs> sprigs, what comes to mind? You make me think of the Greek god Pan. There you go. <laughs> Dancing around the woods as the trees are first blossoming, mm -hmm. and he's got all his hierophants and elves just mm -hmm. dancing a jig with it because, look, mm -hmm. we're about to have another party, and we're about to bear fruit of all of the things that are about to pop off. That's, That's it. <laughs> so week 13, we're going to really help you become a little more conscious of magic. M-I-G-I-C-K. Absolutely. The sprigs of awareness that have come up from 12 weeks. Keep in mind, each of the weeks that we're doing, we're only going to scratch the surface. Barely. <laughs> scratch the surface or think of a snowflake falling from the clouds that is about a mile up from the tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. we might touch the tip of the iceberg maybe in each of these <laughs> it's up to you to take it deeper with every one of these and your feedback is what we will then mold and shape into our future conversations absolutely you guys are a participant you're not just listening to us just blah 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 no, you are part of the conversation, and that is what we use as far as how we're going to navigate through all of this. So we'll get the foundations set. Whether or not you agree with those foundations, that's up to your call. You can go back and re-listen to all this as much as you want. But the goal is, is a dialogue, a dance together. A, a, our soul talk is designed for a we. One plus one equals three. You, me, us. So we look forward to hearing what your thoughts are. And we look forward to a, an extraordinary journey with you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for taking the time. We both appreciate each and every one of you who are going to take this journey for, with us together. And I look forward to hearing from you. Once again, I'm Gil Rowland. As we wrap up part three of a three-part series to launch our Soul Talk, we hope the production schedule you just heard inspires a hearty sense of excitement. We're excited about the journey we planned for you. We look forward to co-creating a lively adventure balanced with wit and wisdom. But before you go, be sure to click the appropriate follow or subscribe button to keep up with us. After following or subscribing to our Soul Talk, be sure to visit our site at bit.ly forward slash OST radio. That's bit.ly forward slash our Soul Talk radio. Our site is a one-stop shop of clickable links to on-demand audios and videos. All podcasts are downloadable. You can download and listen to them at any time, anywhere. So we will catch you next time, and I bid you aloha. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.